Rookie Designer, Episode 6. The Rookie Designer, with your host, Adam Hay. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. It is just after 11 o'clock at night on Tuesday night, and I have to get up pretty early to go to work before I have a lovely drive of about eight or nine hours to Northern California to visit my mother for the big Turkey Day holiday. So we're going to make this one a short one, hopefully. The topic for the day is giving thanks, and I guess obviously this fits with the upcoming holiday. Before we get into everything, I just wanted to clean up a couple issues I had with the last episode. I was talking about a an online magazine that was put out by Quark, and it's actually called X-Ray Magazine. And Adobe also has their own, and theirs is called Proxy. So keep a lookout for those. If you go to the websites, I think you can sign up to get those uh, those e-magazines. Uh, another thing that I was talking about was Quark 7 and when that was going to come out. It was projected, first of all, to come out sometime, I think, about a couple of months ago this year. But it looks like now what they're saying is sometime early in 2006. So be on the lookout for that. It's supposed to have just a, a wide array of new features to, of course, compete with the latest edition of InDesign. So, this is the season for giving thanks, but when we talk about that in in a sense of design, uh, it's not always a literal sense. Of course, if you're a freelancer or just any job that you're in, you know, the basic rules of customer service practices, you should always thank people, of course. But again, it's not always in a literal sense. And the thing I, I wanted to bring up was really the fact that you, you really can't forget where you came from as a designer. There's a lot of relationships that you build along the way as you're, as you're learning and progressing in your career. And these are relationships that you really need to keep intact because they can end up helping you in the end. Uh, the first of those is your classmates. These are people who are going into the same field, of course. A lot of them may actually be living in your area still. And these are people, these are great people to uh, start building a network with. You uh, you grew up with them in design. You you probably know a little bit about how good designers they are, what, what kind of work they do. So it's an excellent, excellent relationship to keep strong. Uh, next from that, also from school, is, is your instructors or your teachers. Uh, it's always good to have these people on speed dial. Once you get out there, you might find yourself in a problem that you don't know how to, uh, how to get around. And a teacher is always a good reference person to uh, ask these questions. They, they make a living giving guidance. So suffice it to say, they're used to it. And I've found, you know, with my instructors that they've always been willing to help out. Now, obviously, they're not going to hold your hand. And one way to peeve a teacher is to ask them about something that that they stressed in, in your class and you should remember. 
So be careful with those. But usually if it's something that uh, maybe wasn't covered completely in the class or maybe it was just something that was just touched upon or not even covered at all, I've found that they, they're always very willing to, to help you out in those situations. And just another word to word of advice, when you're in school with these people, they, they have tons of knowledge. Most of the time they've been in several different industries for years and years. So make sure you ask as many questions as you can. Uh, you should really be a sponge while you're in school and just learn as much as you can from all these people who know a great deal about what they're doing. Uh, the next batch of people would be clients. Um, especially in freelancing, you want to do follow-ups as much as possible. Just because you do one job for a person doesn't mean that that relationship is over. Not sure what that sound is. Uh, we'll just keep going here. But, uh, okay, somebody's got a really noisy car. Let that pass. Anyway, clients, uh, you do a job for them, it's not done there. I mean, they're going to need services sometime in the future, most likely. So you always want to keep those, keep those relationships going strong. Little follow-ups if you have uh, mass emails or any kind of correspondence that, that you want to keep going with all your clients that, that have gotten service from you in the past. Just keep those relationships going. Keep, keep it in their mind that you're still there and you're willing to do any kind of job that they, that they will need your services for. And we mustn't forget, as I harped on the last time, your fellow designers. Um, there's a lot to be thankful there with these people. I mean, you, as I said before, you can learn a lot from these people. You can uh, end up trading clients or, or trading different jobs, overflow of work. So you always want to keep these things intact. And finally, don't forget about yourself. This is something that I think is very important because we spend most of our design lives doing projects for other people. So basically it's their vision and we're making it happen. And that's good. You know, it, it, well, that's, that's life. That's work for us. But the thing you have to keep in mind is that sometimes you need to do things for yourself as well. Maybe get back to your roots and remind yourself why you're doing this in the first place, because it can get really tedious just making projects for other people and, and basically just following directions. I mean, we're not saying that it's, there's no creativity going into it, but you're not the entire source of creativity. And sometimes it's, it's good to get yourself into a project where you are the originator of all the creativity of the project. So there's a couple, couple of different ways you can go about this. If you're a freelancer, this, this becomes easy and this actually becomes something that you have to do. Uh, you always got to keep that website up to date, spruce it up, you know, keep your online portfolio going with new pieces all the time. Or perhaps, you know, making new marketing pieces, mailers, brochures, flyers, whatever, whatever it is. So if you're a freelancer, I mean, this is something that should be done every once in a while anyways. The hard part as a freelancer, scheduling the time to get your stuff done instead of making the customer always come first. 
but you got to make sure that you do that. I mean, if these are the first pieces that, that your clients are going to see of you. So you want to make sure that they're of a high quality. And for others who may be in just a, a full-time job or perhaps still in school, sometimes it's good to just make up a project, whether it be, you know, a flyer or whatnot that you're, maybe you just make up a pretend company and you're going to make a brochure for them. It's good to do this kind of stuff because you can challenge yourself and, and learn new things. And at the same time, you can be making a new portfolio piece for yourself to show to prospective clients or future employers. But all in all, I mean, this, this just helps yourself. As I said before, remind yourself why you're doing this because it's, it's enjoyable. It's fun. And you have creativity to spread out. Now that's what I call a rookie mistake. I received a comment on the last show that was asking me, how did you build up your community or your community of designers? As I was talking about in the last one, it's good to, you know, surround yourself with other designers with maybe different skill levels or different talents so that you can share knowledge or share clients. And really there's, there's many ways to build up this community of designers. As I said earlier, your first exposure to interacting with other designers was probably in school. And again, you should keep these relationships because these are ones that, that can really help you down the road. But really it's all about just getting out there and doing it and being proactive. I, I've mentioned before that I'm not the most talkative of people, and that's what also the uh, the anonymous writer wrote, that they're, they're not really that good at, at networking or talking to people. Well, I don't think there's really a solution to this. You just kind of have to make yourself do it. But a, a couple of ways to get into your groove, maybe, would be to interact on forums or through email. I mean, this is a, a less formal way, uh, a way of not having to speak face-to-face. So maybe you can work yourself up to that point where you can actually talk to people face-to-face. And you'll find that when you start doing it, it's really not that hard because if you're talking to someone else about graphics, this is what you do. This is what you know about. So it's it's not really that hard to strike up a conversation and keep it going for an hour or two. But a, cu- a couple more outlets I usually would would go to uh, seminars. They usually have some kind of lunch or networking dinner or something like that. This is a good place to meet people because they're all there for the same reason. You could do a design expo. Obviously, everybody is there because they do design. So that's a good place to talk to people. Uh, another another outlet that I used, uh, just go through the phone book or, or look, on, look on the internet for design firms or marketing ad agencies. And a lot of these people use freelancers. So it's a good way to kind of get your foot in the door of these places, but also build some contacts as far as designers and marketing people. And when you are trying to contact people uh, of, of this kind, don't limit yourself just to your specific area, your city. There's people all over the nation that, that obviously do the same thing. And in this day and age of uh, working remotely, it, I don't think it really matters. I mean, the state borders aren't going to aren't going to hold you. So make sure you reach out to all areas that you can. Things are getting a bit out of hand. 
Looks like it's time to go to the bullpen. Well, since there isn't a website that really corresponds to what we're talking about today, I found another tutorial website. Kind of just came across this one by accident as I was Googling a certain tutorial that I wanted to see. The name of the website is tutorialized.com. And really, this this one kind of looks more like a search engine for tutorials. They have it broken down into all the different specific applications. And, you know, you're going to find more in some applications than others. And I think you're going to find this on most tutorial websites. But one thing that did jump out at me, there is over 2,000 Photoshop tutorials. You're usually going to find most of tutorials are for Photoshop on these websites. But they did have a couple other categories that, that were full. So another good resource to use when you're learning different applications or simply trying to get better. Because this podcast was kind of thrown together at the last minute, I am not going to be adding the enhanced version of the podcast. I don't think this will be missed too much, though, because I really didn't talk about much as in the way of different links. So if you have been getting those, you can just simply go to the website, look in the show notes, and you will find all the links, well, the couple of links that I talked about. Actually, I think there's only one, which would be in the bullpen, so that will definitely be up there as it always is. And since we're talking about giving thanks, I just want to mention... If you do have the time and you feel it necessary, if you have been enjoying this show and maybe actually learning something from it, I would ask that you, there's a couple of links on the riggydesigner.com website. Look on the right hand side, you'll see a couple image links. One is for Podcast Alley, and if you click on that, it automatically takes you to the page where you can cast a vote for my show. And the other one, I believe, is for Yahoo Podcasts. And if you go there, you can rate the show, or you can even write a a review. And I definitely would appreciate it if you did either. It it only helps the show, helps more people get interested. And the more people that listen to the show, hopefully the more people contributing to our new design community. So if you have the time, and you actually like my show, and you'd like to take a couple of minutes to, to... boost the ratings, I would invite you to do so. I will be talking to you next time, and everyone enjoy stuffing yourself with turkey and cranberry sauce. Always a favorite. That one's high. It's got the distance. It's out of here.